Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, guys. What's going on? This is Headphones Neil bringing you another review for, or the next review for The Mandalorian. So, Season 2, Episode 5, The Jedi. So, I've had a chance to watch the episode a couple of times. And so I'll get into that in a little bit, but overall I thought that the episode was very well done. It introduced a very key um, Clone Wars character, Rebels character, and overall Jedi to the story. And also introduced one character sort of via name drop in the from the um, Star Wars Expanded Universe and from Rebels as well. So with that I will jump right into it. Um, I will also preface the episode with a uh, big spoiler alert because of the um, two spoilers for the episode. We do get a name for the child finally in this episode, so that's less of a spoiler, not really anything that affects the plot too much, but we kind of get that it's not necessarily the character we thought it was or thought he was, so uh, with that, let's jump right into it. So. As I mentioned, I watched the episode two times. Um, I watched it originally Friday morning um, during the day, and I found that the episode was pretty darkly lit, so not necessarily as bad as Game of Thrones um, darkness, but it was pretty hard to see a lot of the action. Um, the action did take place on a planet that's kind of hazy and foggy, so I want to shock it up to that. I did rewatch the episode Friday night again, and I found that it wasn't necessarily poorly lit. It's just that if you're watching with too much ambient light, basically natural sunlight, then it's going to be hard to watch the episode. But if you do watch in the evening with less ambient light, then it is a lot easier to watch the episode. A lot of the show is interesting to watch, and it is very well done, much like the rest of the series. So with that out of the way... Um, overall, this review is going to be three parts. I'm going to start with the name of the child, which is, we can start, I guess, technically no longer calling him Baby Yoda or the child. His name is Grogu, which um, I guess is okay of a name. I was kind of hoping for a name along the lines of similar to Yoda and Yaddle. So I was joking with a friend, something like Yedu or Yeldu or something like that, something with a Y. That kind of merges Yoda and Yaddle. That probably would have been the low-hanging fruit to go for in order to get a name. And it probably would have been cheesy, but that's neither here nor there. So at the moment, I'm kind of indifferent for Grogu. It's kind of easy and hard to remember, so I'm just calling the child Greg for now just because it's easier to remember. Um, overall, I thought it was an interesting name job. It was good to have a name, and how we learned the name was pretty good via the spoiler alert in this episode. 
Um, and then I found out, or we learned in this episode as well, that the, that um, Grogu was a child in the um, temple, Jedi Temple on Coruscant during the end of the Clone Wars. And I didn't, I missed, a, or I heard that in the first watching of it, but I didn't think about it. So I decided to go and see if he was in the youngling scene from Attack of the Clones. And of course he wasn't there, but that's also because he was there towards the end of the Clone Wars and Attack of the Clones was pre-war so um, of course he's not going to be there so I can get that little thought out of my way um, and at the very best he was probably a couple of years old by the during the events of Attack of the Clones so he may or may not even have been found by that time so there is that bit of information as well so with that out of the way I'll jump into the first big spoiler for the episode in that we finally get to see Ahsoka Tano live action in this episode and overall the character was very well done um, in talking with a couple of friends I did see or they did or one of my friends at least mentioned that um, her headpiece kind of felt off and weird but I want to say that I also chalk it up to her being older than we saw her in Clone Wars and Rebels, and also the stress of living in the Outer Rim. Um, outside of the Jedi Temple for that long, the effects of war, having to help people, stress and all of that would affect um, her look as well. So overall, it was a good introduction. Her, um, her look was very well translated from the um, Clone Wars and Rebels animation, so they had plenty of time to work on the digital look of her, so bring her live action was well, very well done. Um, I guess the easiest part would be getting her face covering and clothing, the hard part would be her headpiece, so compared to the next spoiler that I'm going to... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm going to be talking about her look was relatively easy to do. And I kind of hope that we get more of her either in the season finale to help them out in DeLorean or in the next season or in the spinoff that I'm going to get into next. So the final bit of revelation in this episode is that Ahsoka has been spending her time in the Outer Rim looking for Grand Admiral Thrawn and um, we don't know why as of yet. It's probably related to the tie-in to the end of uh, Rebels where we... Uh, Star Wars Rebels, so, so where um, I guess the crew is scattered and uh, Thrawn is out for, and I'm trying to recall recall my memory for what he's doing out there. But since the Empire has fallen, um, he, there must be something going on that he's up to. My initial theory at the moment that may or may not pan out is that he's wor- that he's actually above um, Gideon, Moff Gideon, or he's working with Gideon I'm not sure too much of the power structure maybe even Gideon is above Thrawn because Gideon is a moth and Thrawn is Grand Admiral so maybe two sides of the same coin or maybe they're equal in rank where Gideon is more of the bureaucrat and Thrawn is more of the military man so um, that's neither here nor there but my main thought process here is that Thrawn and Gideon are working together to create to do something with uh four sensitive people four sensitive beings and uh grogu was one of them that they've been using so one of those things to either rebuild a jedi army or maybe build their own um army of force users so i'm kind of curious to see what they do here and uh what happens um my final thought for this is that that Thrawn is going to be introduced as a season two finale cliffhanger, either in Shadows or a Revelation on the Bridge, or maybe even by Hollow Vid, where Gideon reports something to him, or he he's reporting something to Gideon that maybe Ahsoka has been found, or maybe Grogu has been found and recovered, or something along those lines, or everything's going to be tied up on Tython. Or they even meet up on Mandalore at some point. But I think Mandalore might be too soon. So I think there's... My current guess and hope is that there's going to be a big showdown on Tython. Um, and then the final thing here is... Or point to think about for, is that the reason they haven't introduced Thrawn as of yet is that they wanted to get his look and feel just right. So the uh, blue dude from uh, Season 1 that we also saw early, earlier in Season 2 was the prototype to see if how they can animate the look and feel of Thrawn and um, the blue dude is maybe a Chiss or just another race that looks similar to the Chiss. So now that they've got his animation and look and feel and speaking abilities down, they can now introduce Thrawn into the series in live action, either via spinoff or a villain in the Mandalorian to have that sort of... um, battle and i want to say that there might be um uh there was a battle at some point between the chiss and the mandalorians um to so that might be that could even also be a um possibility and doing a quick google search there was a chiss mandalorian war so between the chiss ascendancy and the mandalorians um that happened after the Battle of Yavin, so it's possible that we are going to get this kind of um, battle at some point in either this season 
I'm going to lean towards next season. So the my guess is that season two is going to finish with the introduction of um, Thrawn via Gideon and Mandalorian, or the Mandalorian on Tython. And then season three is going to be building more towards that or the rebuilding of Mandalore and then a final battle with the Chiss Ascendancy. So that would probably be an interesting thing, and then maybe even a spin-off series or a spin-off movie with about the Chiss Ascendancy via the uh, novels to provide a visual backstory with Thrawn. So that's all there is for this particular review. Quite a bit that happened, so uh, quite a bit of speculation, so I'm kind of curious to see if maybe we're going to see Thrawn in this series or via a spin-off. I'm kind of hoping maybe there's going to be a season with Thrawn being the next big bad villain, and the Mandalorian building up the uh, rebuilding Mandalore with Bo-Katan reclaiming the dark saber, and um, Thrawn and Gideon wanting to get the child or getting Grogu back, and also reclaiming the dark saber for themselves and whatever they want to rebuild the Empire. So that's all there is for this review. So if you have any questions, comments, feedbacks, or anything like that, you can find me on Twitter at PatelN01. The website's PatelN01.com for past episodes, subscription links, and all of that good stuff. And of course, you can now support the show on Patreon at Patreon.com slash PatelN01, where you can get early access to or access to um, review or um, summaries of what su- uh, reviews are coming up next. Um, I did a initial hot take for this particular episode of The Mandalorian so you could get things like that and provide your feedback ahead of time as a supporter and patron of the show and all of that good stuff and of course the base is the simple thing is that if you want to help support the show and um, help keep me going that is of course the other thing to do and you have my thanks for that but that is all for this particular review thanks for tuning in and until next time